0: Greetings, greetings, welcome to the Rooted Honey Conjure Casting. I am Afia Nkoso Berturo, coming to you live on a beautiful Afida afternoon, Friday afternoon, the 7th according to Greco Roman calendars, and um, just enjoying the rain the tranquility of this moment as my children are napping peacefully after a beautiful morning with me and I was guided to make myself a delicious, warm cup of almond milk with some cinnamon and wildflower honey. And as I was stirring that pot and stirring the pot of connection, reclaiming and recalling my and Samanfo, my honored ancestresses, ancestresses, and their voices and rituals, I began to think of the concept of warm milk, mother's milk whether we are receiving that mother's milk in the form of the almond from Asazi Fua or from the cow or from the goat but mother's milk because milk only comes from the mother and that spiraled reflection and those whispers of wisdom begin to display for me the connection to the sensual, the succulent, the sacred. There's an association with Bost and Milk used as offering for her. And Bost, the deity, along with my matrilineal Inheritance, being a ritual woman. I began to think of temples, offerings. A lot of times when we are giving offering, a bringing to the altar or the encombre an offering, which is beautiful and necessary as well, it is a extended outward offering. Uh, an invoking of the exterior experience and reality. But what happens when we also ingest and prepare self-offering, remembering and aligning with the reality that the deities, the Abosam, the Arisha, they live within us within our organs, our blood, our tissue, our cells, our cells. So this cup of warm almond milk with cinnamon and wild flowered honey on this afternoon of a Friday, day of Venus, Haturu, Nana Afi, Erizui has been just that, a manifestation of the deity in my life as it pertains to me within my specific spirit genetic makeup and through following the guidance and perceiving and listening to the whisper that incited me, inspired me to make this cup of warm milk so much wisdom was bequeathed and bestowed and I love it when I find these moments of listening and what follows. So that's what sparked this afternoon episode. So the altar, is very popular today, uh, which I'm grateful for as well, uh, putting things to the altar becoming much more common, you know, it's catch-raising, as I like to call it, these days, it's popping, it's trending, whatever, but this whole idea of us being magical beings and our spirituality and having an altar and the tools and, you know, it's hip right now, which is good, like, I'm all for that shit, but it also called to form um, as we bring everything to ma'a and ma'at. Truth and balance. In what ways is this process also balanced on the internal, within the subconscious, in the dark, in the darkness? So, the offerings that we give to our altar or in Komre, yes, they align with and call to form the specific energies, again, deities, Orisha, ancestors, ancestresses the beacon station that they are calls to form and space uh, those energies through the alignment of what the offering is, whether that mineral, animal, plant form um, is correlating, corresponding in relationship deeply, harmoniously with the very energy that we wish to and desire and must invoke at whatever particular time. That is beautiful, but we must also subconsciously, internally bring that outward motion of that six inward to the nine of recalling, reaffirming, the knowing that the uh, bosom, the arisha, the deities live in us. We could not be without their composition. We are literally manifest their energy, the energy of creational life force power. And what would happen if we honed in that energy and recalled and remembered that we are literally the energy of creation, that our organs, our blood, our brain, our electricity, the conduit that we are is for the forces of creational energy and power. Whatever you choose to call it, whatever particular form your culture uh, receives its wisdom from, and I say it that way because that's all that the difference is. It's about the location upon which your ancestors, ancestresses were, and how at that particular place they were aware and made aware through their alignment with life what things are and how they come to form at that place. So what happens when we hold that within ourselves? All this talk of isms of whatever you (laughs) choose to ingest whether you are into veganism, vegetarianism, carnivorism, junk foodism, <laughs> carbohydrateism, whatever, um, the reality of that is that what you ingest, you're bringing offering to your body temple. The body is just that—a temple, a shrine. It is an altar of God, goddess. So, again, what would happen if this same awareness of what we bring to our physical altars in our homes, our sacred spaces, our rooms, our dwellings, offices, our pockets, internally, what would that look like and feel like for you to hold? such an awareness. What choices would you make as you eat the fruit, ingesting it, knowing that its life force energy is deeply entwined, connected, made of, and is a piece of God, Goddess, Deity, Abosam, Arisha, Ancestral Being. You know, it shines light on the perverted and stolen version of this within the context of Christianity is communion, you know, to take the body. So I guess this will be a short one. That's what came through. So Nanuafita, everyone, Happy Friday. As a child of Nana Afi, I offer and send out beautiful electromagnetic vibrations of sensuality from your toenails to your neurons. And the roots of that sensuality being our awareness of our senses and having sense to acknowledge the home, the hearth of love, of creational life force energy and how we are relating to it within ourselves. That nine again, outward at six, around us. And what does it look like when they sync up? And pure bliss. All right, y'all. Peace.